Victoria Savarone, home of Elder Willem Baxter, Coldhaven. For people waiting for the right moment to attack us, the folks in Coldhaven sure are a friendly lot. As we near the first house, a group of children meet us and escort us to the gathering hall. But before we can settle in, Elder Willem Baxter and his wife, Mary, whisk us off to their home for a hot meal. Even as we leave the gathering hall, I notice our young guides are nowhere to be found. I'm guessing that they're already alerting the rest of the village to our presence, and I'm starting to wonder if I have a death wish. What part of trap didn't sink in the first time? The villagers' cheerful smiles give me chills, and Katrina eyes everybody suspiciously. Only Tellen seems genuinely relaxed. He's up ahead with Mary Baxter, chatting away like he hasn't a care in the world. Every few seconds I'm quelling another intense urge to drop the pack I'm carrying and run out of Coldhaven. Oddly enough, the meal turns out to be a rather pleasant affair. Once I'm sure the food has not been poisoned, I dig into the generous supply of hot bread and warm, filling chicken and dumpling soup. By silent agreement, both sides keep the conversation off the main issue. We trade stories about zombie attacks, harvesting and hunting woes, and guesses at how many snowfalls we'll have this winter. Tellin tells our hosts some of his more amusing hunting adventures, and time passes. Sometime during dessert, I realize the desire to know the problems facing these people has completely deserted me. Before consciously making any plans, I find myself on my feet, with every eye upon me. Manners kick in quickly, and I speak. Thank you for the wonderful meal, but we should be leaving now. Telen and Katrina also rise, followed quickly by our hosts. You can't leave, exclaims Willem Baxter. Please do not go, says Mary Baxter. We would love for you to stay the evening. We have so much to talk about. Her voice maintains a gentle, slightly rapid cadence, but her smile fails to erase the worry from her eyes. When did I gain the ability to read people's eyes? I check again to be sure and get the same impression. Whatever's going on in this creepy little village, this woman thinks my leaving would be horrible. I search my brain for a suitable way to get to the heart of the matter, when, as usual, Katrina takes care of it. All right, I've had enough of the pleasantries, declares Katrina. Let's skip to the point. What happened? Who or what's been threatened, and what does it have to do with us? I have no idea what you're talking about, dear one. We simply insist you stay for the night. It's far too cold to sleep comfortably out of doors, and we... Oh, it's no use, Mary, cries Willem, sitting down in his chair. He looks relieved after the outburst. It's obvious they know something's going on. We're simply no good at this sort of thing. So state your case, and let us make a decision, Katrina prompts. Two of our own have been taken by a man claiming he'll trade him fair for you lot explains the elder. 
Talon's hands hover near his daggers, but his eyes gaze mournfully at the last two bites of pie he didn't finish. Such a shame. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and assume he's referring to the missing villagers. Aye, but there's more, states the elder, suddenly looking older. If we fail to go through with the trade, the man says he'll have a Darkland portal opened right here. If that happens, we'll be lucky to escape with our lives. This is the hardest thing we've ever faced, Mary Baxter whispers. But what can we do? We could stay and fight them, I offer, though I know that plan is flawed. How do you even know we're the lot the man's after? Talon queries. We were told to expect three young travellers, Mary explains.